everybody, friends. It's Greg Milby, and thanks for listening to the Lyrics and Laughs podcast, a podcast where we recite great country lyrics like poetry and a useless attempt in converting our non-country music-loving friend Kenny into a fan. Tonight, it's Country Music Hall of Famer Hank William Jr.'s turn when we feature A Country Boy Can Survive. It's episode 54 of the Lyrics and Laughs podcast. Dr. Chuckles, Joe Bennett. I'm here, and I do have a four-wheel drive. That's true. Captain Poetry, Eric Clemens. Present and accounted for. And our poster child, not a fan, Kenny Rambo. Kenny's a tired baby tonight. He had a late night I last did. night. I did. And a long day today. And and we're we're a day off from our normal recording, right. and we're an hour and forty minutes later than we generally start. So Kenny has a right to be tired. I'm on your side with this one, Kenny. An hour and forty minutes. Yeah, it's nine forty right now. Usually we're recording eight ish a That's day not before. True. That's no. not true. It's about eight forty. Yeah, about eight forty. It's normally when we start. Okay, we get an hour. Oh, what are we all now? Father time. <laughs> My gosh. I, I was just trying to follow. It was confusing. Listen, all I'm saying is we're 25 hours later than we usually are. How about that? Is that math good yes, enough for better. everybody? Yeah, I'll just go that. hang out with Luke in the closet. And I stayed up in oh, 15 days. <laughs> Wait. Oh, before we get to that, Luke, uh, again, thanks again to our friend Luke Andrews. Custom home sites and the new Briarwood Reserve. Lots ranging from a half acre to three quarters acre ready to build your dream home. Visit luke.homesearchlobal.com to contact Luke for more info. In that Briarwood neighborhood, located in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, great neighborhood. Um, so if, if you're listening to the podcast and you've thought, I want to live in the home of that kind of creativity, mm-hmm. there yes. is land available right here in Elizabethtown. Right now. And just, Luke Andrews will help hook you up. Yes. He is just waiting to connect you with this incredible property. Yeah. And, and today only. Today Thursday only. Yeah. If you call Luke right now and get one of those properties, he's going to throw in one for free. But you got to call right now. <laughs> That's great. Consider on Thursday. Yeah. Yep. Thursday. On this today. On this Friday. Thursday. Yeah. 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 Wow. April fifteenth. As we record, if you call him right now, two for the price of one. <laughs> Take great that deal. to the bank. <laughs> Yeah. That's a great deal. It is a good deal. Yeah. Should we call Luke? We should call Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we can't. It's insider trading. That's, I'm oh, not trying yeah. to go jail. That's man. true. Yeah. Yeah. So It does beat the other promotion that we talked about. Which was? Us actually recording the podcast live as a housewarming gift. Yes. Yeah, he would that. probably not like yeah. that. He would yeah. just re- simply return that. No, thank you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Nope. Not interested. No. Market crash. You got to be careful because once you let people in your basement, they just kind of stick around. They don't leave. They don't leave. I know where you're going with that because I, is he? <coughs> hey, y'all. Um, I don't know if y'all heard the news, but. Uh, know what? Tell us. What's going on, Luke? Uh, I've got. Uh, yeah, what, buddy? Come closer. We can't hear you. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna get in there. All right, <laughs> and I'm gonna. Can you just or speak up? You just, don't have to, or, right. or get that close. <clears throat> Sit on my knee. That's fine. <clears throat> thank, thank you, <clears throat> Luke. You got you got some allergies like going there. Yeah, allergies. Uh, that's what I've got. Uh, uh, you spend a lot of time in a basement. Yeah, yeah it's, it's probably mold. It's actually. mold. It could yeah. be that yeah. uh, or the COVID. But I wait, don't know. Wait, wait, be, wait, what? I'm what sorry. was that, Luke? I, huh? I said allergies or mold. 
Oh, I thought, you, oh. I thought you said COVID oh, for a yeah. minute. That was really freaking me crazy. Because then we had to spend 14 days in the basement with you yeah. all together. That was kind of my plan. Guys, I got COVID. Y'all going to hang out with me for 14 days. This is going to be a party down well, there. Well, joke's on you. We've all been vaccinated. So. <laughs> oh, oh man. It. You and guys are You good. know, uh, I'm pretty sure you have like a private jet. and they Maybe falling on hard times, we don't know, because you are living in Greg's basement. But yeah. you know there's a vaccine now that you can get. Are you kidding me? No. Greg, you didn't tell me about this. I've been down here in your basement this whole time. You ain't tell me not no. Well, in Greg's vaccine. defense, it happened more than a week ago, so he's already forgotten it. And he was like, yeah, he got it way early. Yeah, like yeah, because yeah. he's on. Yeah, I, I hear y'all with me because Greg's old, right? Now, yeah, you got yeah, it. You got the joke. Yeah, yeah. you caught on. Good <laughs> job, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta go lay down. I'm all tired and stuff, so uh, right. I might be back in here later. But y'all, uh, y'all are vaccinated for sure. We are. All right. Thumbs okay. Up. We can see you. Are you, don't be one of those long haulers now. Let's get it out of your system. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Don't worry about that. I'll see y'all later. All right. Don't be tweeting every day about it. <laughs> Just sit over here pushing buttons. I'll do. Damn. I hate that All Luke right. has COVID. Yeah, yeah, get well soon, Luke yeah, Bryan. Really you know who doesn't have COVID? Who? Luke Andrews. That's right. That's right. Luke Andrews, no COVID. Yeah. No. He he's does have home sites, too. though. That, he does have home sites. Doesn't have COVID. But he's got a cul-de-sac waiting for you. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. On on three quarters of an acre. You know how you don't get COVID? You move to three quarters of an acre. That's, that's right. That's just plenty of spread out a little bit. Right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. yeah. That's so, right. Ne- never, never get COVID on three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> just think about that. The one guy that lives in our basement gets COVID. It's ridiculous. I know. How did he yeah, how he did around? he get it? Yeah, who is he around? Yeah. I don't know. All right, so tonight we are featuring a classic, a country boy can survive. Yes. Oh, what's that mean for the rest of us? <laughs> we'll get into that. Oh, okay. you're gonna love it. All right. Written and recorded <clears throat> by Randall Hank Williams. Woo! Bosefus, aka Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. Released in 1982, went all the way to number two on the charts. Did not make number one, but was number two. Which, for a song that you hear all the time, still to this day, in certain establishments. It's amazing to me that this song never hit number one. It really is. Yeah, this one and Family Tradition are yes. like the two Hank Williams Jr. songs that you think of, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like the two. But this one, yeah, I was really surprised to find out uh, that they, it didn't make number one. Uh, we, we were talking about it earlier. Um, I asked Kenny if he had ever heard this song, and he said he wasn't sure. And I said, well, did you go to the bowling alley in high school? Because uh, they played that song uh, every time I was ever there. Uh, I remember one night. Th- do you remember the um, the black light uh, bowling? Yeah. What oh, were yeah. they called? Cosmic bowling. Cosmic bowling. Yeah. So I remember the first time I went to cosmic bowling. I remember this song playing, and everyone is bowling. It's like lanes are packed. People are singing along. It's this beautiful redneck night, and uh, I go to get a Mountain Dew from the vending machine, and I had on uh, cargo shorts because because you still wear those. Yeah, and I needed. Place uh, pockets for for putting your things. soft drinks. Yeah, right. and my, yeah. my extra sure. socks and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. Your bowling gloves. Sure. Yeah. And so I'm at the vending machine, and I'm I'm putting putting my dollar in, and I see that this girl is just eyeballing me. Oh, she's looking at you. Yes. And so I'm kind of, I'm trying to play it cool, you know, you know. And so I can tell she I look, I kind of glance over, give a little head nod, and and she is just really really staring at me. Yeah. And so but she saw something she liked. Feeling confident. Yeah, sure. Get my Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. She's moving towards me. Oh, did you did you have long hair at this time? Probably. Yeah, that's what did it. Yeah, but I can tell she's moving closer. She's not looking in my eyes. She's she's looking down at my cargo shorts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Maybe that did it for her. I don't know. But then eyes are up here, honey. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and and I'm kind of getting like I feel a little awkward at this point. And uh, she she goes, "Did you pee your pants?" <laughs> and I look down, and there is I don't know if you know this, but if you don't, if like you have to wash your clothes enough to get the dyes out sometimes. So the cargo shorts they were new, and I'd only washed them once, I think. And it looked <laughs> because of the black light. Like there was this perfect pee stain right in my crotch. Yeah. And so the whole night I'm at the bowling alley with just looking like I'd peed my pants. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and wait, I got to know. How did you answer the question? I said, if peeing in your pants is cool, then consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> and I'm sorry if I'm the girl and I'm seeing someone buying a Mountain Dew that looks like they've peed their pants. I'm not going to go ask yeah, him. I'm about not going to approach. I'm not going to ask. No, she definitely did. Yeah. Yep. So I just have those kind of encounters. Like, you look familiar. And did you pee your pants? <laughs> People just love to approach me and ask me weird questions. And, <laughs> you know, do you like grapes? Certain grapes. <laughs> it's a whole other story. <laughs> These are the best <laughs> grapes you'll ever <laughs> Great yeah. story. So, yeah. And, and what was her goal in getting that information like? Yeah, I guess just to embarrass me. I, I, okay. I really don't know because I didn't know this person. I mean, I, I really didn't. Okay. But yeah, country boy. She thought maybe she remembered you from second grade or something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> when he peed his there pants. There was this yes. boy in my class that peed his pants all his time. Are I, you him? I thought it might be you. <laughs> but this song, Always Playing at the Bowling Alley. <clears throat> I have a lot of good memories of that. I love this song. So, I, I, I mean, we would have spent time at the same bowling alley. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure, like, was it like a jukebox where people got to, like, just play this on repeat or? I think there was a jukebox. I think there is a DJ? jukebox there, but I, I can't remember on the Cosmic Nights what okay. they did. I, I just know there was always music playing right. on those nights for sure. What's your highest bowling score? Do you know? Um, I don't. Craig. It's not, I mean, it's not great. So Anybody? Anybody? You got a perfect 300 on Wii Bowling. No, no. Yeah. I mean it's basically the same thing. I, would I think it. so. Probably like high hundreds, and that was you know taking it as a class in college. <laughs> I was pretty committed. That's awesome. Not at all. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was like 185, something like that, and I was yeah. having a heck of a night. I, I do recall the last time I bowled, and it, it's been a, a while. I scored a 143. I would take that. Yeah, every day, and that was you know with a little bit of rust. What about you all? So 228. I don't believe it. It's my highest. Yeah, you had the, no gutter, the gutter guards nope. in, right? Yeah, gutter nope. guards were in. 228. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever broken 200. And you peed your pants? Yes, yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> I would say yeah. so. So excited. And then yeah. went to get a Mountain Dew. <laughs> I look like I'm a good bowler because I bowl left-handed, and I have this hook, you know, that yeah, pro-looking yeah, hook. Yeah. But it keeps going. And, and so it <laughs> to usually, the other lane. <laughs> so it usually leaves the pin on the left-hand side. You're not left-handed, though, And I can't though, get them. I'm ambidextrous. Oh, okay. So you can bat left or right So you can breathe yes. underwater. I throw left. Well, I thought that was another right word for really old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, baseball, I would play infield right-handed, outfield left-handed. And when I was catching, I, I either caught with my left-handed catcher's mitt or right-handed, depending on what the pitcher wanted or if we were home or away. To block the sign. So not only did, did your mom have to buy you a left-handed and a right-handed glove, but also a left and right-handed bat. Yes. Wow. Mm. 
Yeah. Because, you know, that that's how things work with yeah. the bats. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> whatever. I golfed this week with some mutual friends of ours, and um, we just went and hit a little par three course here in town because the weather was great. And uh, one of the fellows brought his son along who has shown some interest in golf. Pretty excited. You know, dad's like, yeah, he's into it. And uh, dad is one to go all in on anything. So they show up and he's gotten new clubs for the son and he runs back to the car to get a range finder for the par three, by the way. <laughs> like I told, I told him, I was like, the last time I played this course, I don't even think range finders were a thing. But anyway, so he, he heads back to the car and son stays out with me and, and another fellow and, and he's starting to work with these new clubs he's got. He's going to practice some putts. And I was like, oh, you're a lefty. And he just kind of like, yeah, sure. And he's kind of trying to figure out how to get around the club and finally does so. And dad walks back up to the practice screen and goes, Oh no, these are left-handed clubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, so that means they weren't new clubs. Oh, they were? Really? Yeah. So I I didn't even know stores carry left-handed clubs normally. Yeah. That's, that's why sale. they were on sale. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. When you started telling that story, you said he brought his son along. I thought you said he brought his son-in-law. No, I'm, I'm said, sorry. You his thought he said that too? Yeah, okay. His young Because then you're like, when he was going all in. I was like, man, this guy's really proud of his son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. He bought him clubs and everything. And I said, are you left-handed? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> oh, man. yeah, it was a little awkward. but <laughs> Yeah, so. I would suggest if you're a golfer. I mean, I when I started playing golf, I don't know why I started playing left-handed. Well, that was dumb because that's the hardest set of clubs to fire. Yeah. And you most know, golf courses are made for right-handers. Yeah. Good. <laughs> we don't get enough. Yeah. I got to tell you, that, that that was a strange round of golf. I'm I'm accustomed to being the one to get the encouragement when you play with a kindergartner. Everybody's on his side. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So you're competing against yeah. him. They're wanting strokes and all that. I mean, you know, come yeah. on, we're playing for money, kid. No, there, there was no competition. He was nice, killing me. Nice putt, idiot. Mm. <laughs> I'm seven. Seven. Yeah. You were seven in kindergarten? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, because my mom thought. What year of kindergarten? Let's the first, second, or third. Let's year. hold him back another year because he's not tall enough. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we hold him back, he'll grow into his eyes. Well, no. <laughs> Still hasn't happened. It's not happened. But we did the same thing to my son. My son is. Um, very tall for his age. He was born in May, so it was like, all right, he can graduate right at that probably 17, depending on snow days, you know, all that good stuff. Or um, he can be a kid for an extra year, and he'll be 18, first driver's license, you know, his class, everything like that. So we made that decision. We're doing the same thing for my daughter. Looking at him in his kindergarten class right now, when he's walking in with his classmates and then the school pictures and everything, there's one girl. Now, girls usually grow right. faster, mature, quicker. There's one girl that's almost his height. Other than that, nope, you can always pick my son out because he just calls. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he's huge. Towering over. Yes. I mean, oh, so, no. Should we get into it? I think so. I think, I think we should go ahead and get into it. All right. 1982, it was a good year. Great year. You're that's right. when this came out. Mm-hmm. And it was still being played in the bowling alley when you were going to yeah. high school. It's, it's also now. when Eric and I came out yeah. of our mom's wombs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's true. That is true. It's good that oh, you clarified. You give Joe this look like that was offensive. I mean... Do you, do you listen to the podcast at all and realize some of the stuff that you say? I did. I 
was confused at what he was saying. Okay. I get it now. All right. It's when we were birthed. Yes. That's what you had to say. That's what I meant. And now, a reading. The preacher man says it's the end of time. In the Mississippi River, she's going dry. The interest is up, stock market's down, and you only get mugged if you go downtown. I live back in the woods, you see. My woman and the kids and the dogs and me. I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. A country folk can survive. Well, we're starting off hot with this song because the preacher man says it's the end of time. This is a, it, it starts off pretty, pretty dark. Zombie apocalypse kind of feel, in my opinion. But really could have been written and released at any time. Sure. Someone is constantly making that prediction. Yes. These are the, the worst of times to live yeah. in. These are end times, whatever it is. We do have aliens now. Like oh. The government has said there are UFOs that exist. Yeah. They have come out and said that. And uh, I was listening to a comedian the other day, and he said, what a perfect year to tell everyone that aliens exist because they came out with that, and then no one ever talked about it. <laughs> Not a big deal. We were too busy with our daily checking on COVID and what all was going on, the pandemic and what we can and can't do, that they snuck that one in. And it just is not, no one's really thought about that yet. I tried to look up, uh, because I'm assuming this song was written, you know, around like 80, 81, because it comes out in January of 82. Is that right, Greg? I think uh, somewhere around there. January, February, March, yeah. Um, And so I was trying to find out, like, you know, were people concerned about the Mississippi going dry? Yeah, my, my exact. I was going to ask that. And mm-hmm. apparently, when I when I searched that, um, in October uh, of 2017, uh, what is it? S- uh, Snoops, Snopes, S N O. Snoops, I think. Okay. Snoops. Snoops. The, the, the fact okay. checking yeah, site. Yeah, the fact right? checking site. They the, the MythBusters. Yes, they they uh they there was a, a viral video going around that was claiming the Mississippi River was going dry, and they uh, debunked that. But uh, there were a lot of people believing it was. But I, I couldn't find something around that time that... Well, this website wouldn't have been around then. Yeah. So Hank was left true. to think that it was really happening. Yeah. Yeah. So the Mississippi River, there was an earthquake, right, in far western Kentucky, that area. And for a, a, a short period of time, the Mississippi River ran backwards mm-hmm. in a certain area, right? And yes. I, that, I did read that in this. But it, it is now flowing the correct way it's going south again right? yes yeah, i think we're all good there yeah, yeah it was like we're a temporary thing it's not yeah. just pulling up for all this time in like the illinois area or anything. no okay no. we're good i think okay. we're good all right just making sure one now now that that's clear and y'all can quit worrying about that but if the mississippi river did go dry mm-hmm. this would be really good news for the louisiana woman and the mississippi man oh that's right you know what i mean oh. well i mean with some time because initially it's going to be it's just going to be a muddy it's gonna mess be muddy mess. i get there. that but you, you know you, they're going to get to be together that had separated them for so long conway and loretta get to come together finally so i don't know i try to look at the positives in life and that's going to be a scrapper's paradise because you know how many cars are in the mississippi river oh boy like man. we're just going to be oh man first come first serve i mean how many crown vicks are in the mississippi river? oh my gosh oh i got i'll be back <laughs> i gotta go smoke a cigarette so i go to can we can we talk about uh going to your house on Monday or the sure the, yeah. so eric has been buying old scrap cars recently and and um you, uh, you, we're you, parting them out. Yeah, that's we just 
we're parting out cars. And so I was like, hey, I'll come over and help out. I don't know much about cars and things like that. Um, that was one of the most redneck things I've done in a while. And yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> there's an old Cadillac that he has. And Eric goes, uh, hey, I bet you won't back that Cadillac into this other car. And I said, <laughs> okay, I guess I will. I'll try. And uh, I was so nervous. I didn't want to get whiplash or something. So I did it twice. And I just kind of bumped it. Uh, Eric comes in. Wha-plow! <laughs> <laughs> just rocks this car. Uh, it was it was a fun night. It was a good time. <laughs> I gotta come hang out at the farm sometime. <laughs> Sounds like. He, I mean, it's such a long drive. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> well, then he, 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 hey, uh, come hang out at the farm and do what you spend most days avoiding. Yeah, yeah. wrecking. Exactly. Yeah, you you put a we put a ratchet strap right through through the, through the uh, a car that we wanted to flip over. So through the through the uh, driver's uh, window and the passenger window, wrap that around, then connect that ratchet strap to the Cadillac. Because, of course, Cadillacs, you know, have power. It's my, my yard dog. And then, <laughs> and then back the Cadillac up as fast as you can. So it pulls the ratchet strap, flipping the other car over. <laughs> I mean, it was just the most ridiculous thing. So why, how did you get into scrapping cars all of a sudden? I, You know, we've always, <laughs> I haven't had a shop building in a while. You know, we moved and, and things and haven't had a space to do this. So, um we, uh, uh, I've got a space to do it now. So I get on auction sites and buy cars and part them out. It's a lot of fun. Well, I, I am a little, I'm at eased a little because the last two times I've been over there, mm-hmm. when I pull up, you come out with door closed and everything's down. I didn't know if there was some kind of illegal activity going on. There. Oh, no, no, no. There's definitely illegal activity. Yeah. We just didn't talk about that oh, on the okay. podcast. Yeah, right? okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my goodness. I can't put that out for everybody. Yeah. I will skip by that then. <clears throat> I looked up an article real quick about things found in the Mississippi River. No, there's no telling. Um, one, one guy said he was an out, avid outdoorsman. Uh, he found a big bag, and it looked like a beach bag, and uh, it was white and black and covered in mud and river funk. Uh, found it kind of odd, as you imagined. Opened it up. Uh, eels, <laughs> stripper heels, thongs, <laughs> and all sorts of clothes in there. Uh, then another person found, um, a human skull. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I'll keep reading. I'll keep going. Greg, it looks like you got something. No. (laughs) Oh, oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Luke Andrews, How custom home sites in the new Briarwood no, I thought Reserve. You were talk something about about the song, like the history. No, of the song. Well, and speaking so, of Luke Andrews, you know the interest is up and the stock market's down. Right, the opposite right now. Interest is super low on new yeah. home loans and the stock market's way up. way up. So call Luke Andrews, get you get you a three quarter of an acre lot. Yeah, get it now because everybody else is buying them too. That's right. Okay. So who wrote the song, Greg? Uh, Hank Hank Jr. Oh, okay. He so. wrote the song, sang the song. Interesting thing about him, though, which probably while Joe's busting that we could talk about, you know, Hank Jr. When he was like 26, he first, when he started in the music business, he started singing songs and doing songs the same way his dad did. Same type of song. That was what he was into. Um, he went out to Montana with some friends. They were looking for goats on a mountainside and he fell off on purpose. Yeah. Okay. They fell. He fell off the side of Ajax Peak in Montana, which is 500 feet. Are you making this no. up? No, no. This he fell like 500 feet, and it almost killed him. Well, well yeah, yeah. He was. 
He was not expected to survive. Was he it had, his skull in the Mississippi? <laughs> close. He had a large amount of injuries, including facial injuries. I mean, he was pretty banged up. One of the the surgeons had been in uh, had been in World War and had actually been in Vietnam and said, "You." He looked worse than most of the guys that he saw in Vietnam. Oh my God. Um, but he was tough. It took him two years to recover from that, and that's why if you ever see Hank Junior, he has sunglasses on always and he has a beard those are hiding the scars yeah was you, a, you will never see him without sunglasses and you will never see him of course without a beard yeah well, he I was basically he was basically kind of doing his his dad's he was got basically an impressionist of his dad early mm-hmm. on huh. this injury happens and then he kind of reevaluates everything comes back and does more of like the style that he's known for yeah, um, just kind of want to reinvent himself. In 1976 is when he came out with the album that did that. Way less but, tragic. But I've told you about the time I got a stitch. Yes, that's yeah. why I have a I mean, beard. It's, it's close. That's <laughs> why you have. It's close. Had stitch. But the, the funny, the interesting thing is, is that uh, he was very close to Johnny and June Carter Cash. Matter of fact, June Carter Cash is his godmother, and when he came out of his coma. In the hospital, she and, and Johnny Cash were at his bedside. Oh, wow. How old of a guy was he when this happened? 26, I think. Yeah. He was young. What year was that? 76. Or no, no, it was before 76. 74, sorry. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. And, and I, I looked him up as about the glasses thing. I knew he always wore that, but, you know, same, same way that Jack Nicholson always wears sunglasses or what I thought it was one of those deals. But no, and sadly, Hank Williams Jr.'s daughter was killed last year. I think it was last year in an automobile accident. But there's pictures of him with her, and they're at home, like inside. And he's got a hat, sunglasses, and a beard on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I remember my uncle telling me about that when I was a kid. Like, because I was asked, I think I asked, like, why does he always wear sunglasses? And him explaining that to me. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's always stuck with me. And I think it stuck with me enough where it was like, I don't want to rock climb. I don't want to look for goats. Yeah, yeah. I'm not leave the goats alone. But yeah, he was very, very, very lucky. Uh, but 1975, he released the album Hank Williams Jr. and Friends, which introduced his fans to a totally new sound from him. Can you imagine being a Hank Jr. fan before? Yeah. And then he does goes through the fall, recovers, and comes back. And the Hank Jr. that we get now is definitely not the Hank Jr. we yeah. had before. And he's a really talented musician. Like, it's not just... He writes a lot of his songs, but, I mean, he plays... Uh, everything I, I looked at i wrote it all down because there's so many guitar bass guitar upright bass steel guitar banjo dobro piano keyboard saxophone harmonica fiddle and drums so do you think that that style that he that he's now known for that he released in the album after this this tragic event like was that always there and he had just kind of he was playing it safe by sticking in the lane that his dad was in and this was just like an awakening where it was like all right all bets are off i'm gonna i'm gonna try this thing or do you think well, he ends up, his mom, who was obviously married to Hank, uh, Audrey, um, she was really behind pushing him to do the kind of the Hank Williams Sr. impression. Okay. And um, he actually had a falling out with her because of that after all this stuff. And then he goes on his own way. So I would say, yes, that was kind of in him already. But if you wanted to be successful and your dad was so successful with the music he did and you know passed early, then... Yeah, I would think that you would want to do what your dad was doing. But it's obvious that this was his style because, I mean, he writes a lot of his music. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, 
you got to got to be somewhat in the element to be able to write the song. Well, and it's probably very similar to Jamie Johnson. Remember his first, uh, what was it, In Color? In Color. Uh, when that came yeah. out, he was clean-shaven, short hair, and then after that song made him successful, he was like, forget this, I'm doing what I came to do, and I mean, yeah. now he's long hair and yeah. a beard, and, you know. Have you seen pictures of Chris Stapleton from I high have. school? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. I mean, I mean, you, you know he, it's him when you look at him. He's a band but, kid. He was yeah. a band kid. I mean, just, but gets graduates and goes into the music, boom. Yeah, he's definitely not that band kid anymore. And happy birthday to Chris Stapleton because yeah, today's his today. birthday. Really? Yeah. As we record. How about that? Yeah, uh, but Hank Jr., very talented artist, cult following when it comes to his stuff. And, and because of the the uh, the country side that he pulls out of people, and like this song here, which I, I guess would be a good time to get into some more lyrics because we'll get deeper into the country roots. Well, I can plow a field. I can plow a field. It's hard to say. All day long. I have to take it. I can plow a field all day long. <laughs> yeah, see? Much better. Oh, yeah. Much better. <laughs> yeah. I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn. Yeah. Yeah. We make our own whiskey and our own smoke, too. Too many things these old boys can't do. We grow good old tomatoes and homemade wine, and a country boy can survive. Country folk can survive. I literally can't do any of those things. I, I was just thinking, I can't check a single one of those boxes. I've, I have grown tomatoes. <clears throat> I have okay. done that. Eh, maybe. I think you all are cutting yourself short. I've selling yourself tomatoes. short. You, you all could do that. I've easily do that. I've caught fish before. Eh, but boring. At, but at this point, um, I'm allergic to fish and I can't eat them. <laughs> so, are you are you allergic to like catfish, like any type of fish? So fish sticks. Yeah, like it. I could. There was a time where <laughs> those I could aren't eat, fish. Yeah, yeah, that's not even real. There was a time I could filet fish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I could good. eat catfish, and then uh, now it's like that even affects me, so I can't I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's like I, I'm allergic to seafood, but I love the filet fish at McDonald's, and it's fine. <laughs> 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 So. so I can Catholic, I can eat that on yeah. Fridays, right? I'm not Catholic. I, I may have told you guys this story before, but we're at dinner one night and you know, the kids are enjoying what Mindy's made and the conversation turns to, you know, like that. And I think Cooper says something like, Wow, you know, mom, what kind of what kind of chicken is this? And Sadie goes, Fish. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. oops. <laughs> I grew, we've talked a lot about this. I grew up working on a farm. I never got to drive a tractor. I know very, like, I just can't do a lot of those things. Uh, we went skeet shooting. I've told this story. I, I was terrible at it. Yeah. I have a rifle and shotgun at my house. I have no ammo. And a four-wheel drive. And a four-wheel drive. I, that actually works. But the <laughs> r- shotgun and rifle, I have no ammo for. They just sit there. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been able to hold on to my man card, but never for reasons that are mentioned in a country music song. <laughs> pretty positive by the way please don't rob me criminals <laughs> i'm well armed no bullets but i'm well armed well that would be impressive though if somebody breaks in your house and you pull out the shotgun they're like ah, i listen to the podcast <laughs> I'd be like, oh my gosh thank you so much oh, what's your favorite episode <laughs> 
Jesus, have your, welcome, yeah. welcome. Why, why do you listen? All the talk about serial murder. Oh, whoa. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get crap. it. By the way, you know where Eric lives. <laughs> I do. You should go there now. <laughs> I know where Eric lives. I bring him those scrap cars. Yeah. yeah. We call it a chop shop, not a scrap car business. And by chop shop, that's because yeah. of the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so were you guys around during uh y2k <laughs> were we around, we around. <laughs> i mean what when i mean around i mean were you old your enough dementia to even care kicked in did you then? old enough to were you old enough to even care we were seniors guys. in high school yeah we okay, graduated that's what i'm asking yeah. yeah we were gra- we graduated in 2000 okay so, yes yeah we were worried about whether our computers were going to go back to the 1900s you were worried about whether your 1900s camera was going to come out in your school photo. <laughs> oh, no. no. I'm trying to think. So Y2K, no, that that was wild. So I, I graduated from Western WKU, Go Toppers, in, in 99. So I, I, was in, I was in career life at that point. And I was, I, now as I think about it, I, I'm remembering I was working because um, I had interned during college with, with a certain large big box store that does not sponsor this podcast. I'm not going to mention them. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, but anyways, I was, I was in a a management role with that company and and was helping set up new stores and Y2K was crazy. Like people were, were stockpiling like distilled water and toilet tissue and you know, all the things that we've done with COVID. So basically the same. It just comes in cycles. And similar story. I worked at a bank during Y2K. And the number of people, it was, we had a police officer inside at all times during that because of the number of people that were coming in and withdrawing all the money in their account in cash. Right, taking it all. Every bit of it. Like, yeah. we had extra reserves there because so many people were doing that. And then it was protocol. I had to hit a button, not the alarm button, but hit a button to buzz one of our managers to come over and try to convince the person, not like, we're everything's safe, the computers aren't going to crash, the number in your account isn't going to go from $10,000 to zero, your money's safe. Right. And they were like, yes, it's in my pocket, it's safe. <laughs> so, ima- so Cop would walk them out. Yeah, imagine Y2K in the world we live in now, because back then, you know, I was, this, like I said, we were seniors in high school. I didn't have internet at my house back then. Now we were a little behind on some of that stuff. We were a little backwards. I lived out in the woods, you see, uh, but I, we didn't have that stuff. So imagine living in that with the internet, the Twitter, the, all that stuff now. Oh yeah. Oh, it'd be crazy. <clears throat> I remember we were at the radio station at 1159 watching the computers to see what would happen. Because so many so sure. many things there were digital. Yeah. So we were we weren't really concerned. We felt pretty confident, but you had to be there just in case. Right. I was they, listening. I was listening so to I bring Prince. that up because the country artist Chad Brock, you remember him? <laughs> yeah. They did a Y two K version of this song, Country Boy Can't Survive. And it had Hank Jr. in it and it had George Jones. But Chad Brock was a very interesting country artist. He was he actually was a WCW wrestler who got injured. That's what I've heard of him now. And retired, whatever. <laughs> he retired and got into the music business. Yeah. Really weird. I want to hear I, the Bro Country remake of this song. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, just so more people will join me in not being fans. <laughs> yeah, I hope they don't. It's do all that. part of my yeah. plan. So I'm surprised I'm floating that out there. Though. I know it is weird. I, I I was listening to a on pod. it. <laughs> yeah. So in 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 the depression era, depression era, you know, stock markets crashing. Uh, they're on the gold standard at this point. So FDR comes out and says, "Why do we need to be on the gold standard? Like, what's the point? We could just do." You know, this is all made up, basically. Money, you know, you just say something's valuable. So that's when that shifted. And so, because all these people, that's what made me think of it. You saying all these people going to the banks. All these people are going to the banks trying to get their money out. And then FDR starts these fireside chats and basically says, and, and begins with explaining what banking is to people. And f- actually convinces people to leave their money in banks. It's pretty amazing mm. that that he was able to do that. Yeah. That was real... Uh, history nerd. So no, that's this that's segment fantastic. of the show. That's why I was yawning, I guess. <laughs> cool. It's way um, more interesting than the country music. Where um, would you go on a zombie apocalypse, by the way? Zombie apocalypse happens. Where are you going? I guess Greg's basement. <laughs> COVID's that's where everybody here. stays. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm thinking. Hey, y'all, y'all do not want to come here. <laughs> I, I, do not, I do not need all this, uh, all the company here. I just want to be me and Greg. We'll handle this ourselves, okay? Why do you keep coming in here? You don't even have a mask on. <coughs> yeah. And you've sprayed me with saliva pellets Greg said three I did, times Greg now. said I didn't need to wear a mask. He said no mask allowed in here. So I just listen to Greg. That's what I do now. Greg, why so loose with the rules, man? I don't know. Yeah, I asked him the same thing. You invited us over to do the podcast knowing Luke Bryan was here with his COVID. I said the same thing. I was like, Greg, you know I got the COVID. For the record, I do spray off the foam on your microphone. Great, this time. is a viral thing, Greg. It's not surface level. Everybody knows that now. Even Luke Bryan. Shoot, I got to get out of here. Well, Joe, I'm glad you and Luke are sharing the microphone. No, I well, I'm not worried about it. It's fine. I'm vaccinated. So, you know. Okay. And I'm wearing a mask tonight. It's great. Luke was talking to third person anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that time you actually scared me. The door opened and shut it, and I was looking at Kenny, and I didn't know what was going on. Who just came in? Oh, it's just Luke again. <laughs> in my defense, I've been getting spooked a lot lately. So well, and it's also me, John. Uh, Luke! Yeah, all right. Sorry, that was, co- that was my COVID cough. Oh, man. Oh, oh Jesus. You're done. Please Get out of here. Out some more. Because you can't starve us out and you can't make us run. Because we're them old boys raised on shotguns. We say grace and we say ma'am. If you ain't into that, we don't give a damn. We came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck and we can run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folk can survive. All right. Who here can skin a buck? No. There is nothing relatable in this song for me. Like You you can, right? No. I can't skin a buck. I could could still do it, I think. I've never been hunting in my life. I have often said that I was placed on this rock with about the right timing. Like, honestly, it should have been a little bit later. (laughs) Right? Because, like... But because I I can't imagine had I been dropped in here during pioneer days where some of this would have been really required because like I I wouldn't have survived. Yeah, you would have been dead at like 14. No, there would have been so many people around you doing it. it, You would just pick up on it. No, 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 
Not true. Grew up around my grandfather who tinkered and worked on cars all the time. And from age four, I was everywhere he went. At a, at age six, he's he's working on one vehicle. I'm up the hill. I crawl into a, a van that's too like big for me to reach the pedals. Did it have windows? Yes. <laughs> okay. I knock it out of gear, Uh-oh. and it's like you know rolling down the hill with me in the driver's side. He is laying under the vehicle that I'm headed toward. Has to jump up, get in the car, stop it. Right, saves my life and his at the same time. Wow. But from that point, I was around. I watched him do brake jobs. I watched him change oil. I, like, it's not where I thought you were going. This <laughs> so from that point on, I was no longer invited to hang out in the garage. <laughs> no, That's no, why I don't know any no, of this stuff. No, no. Uh, Granddad had had great great hopes for me. So, so did it just not interest you? So you didn't retain it? I, you know, I don't know. Like, it, it's interesting because I, I thought, you know, oh, I'm just not kind of wired for for that kind of mechanical thinking but as my career emerged like from a tech standpoint i'm i'm i I think a pretty good under like i have a good understanding of how things work and i troubleshoot things very well in a technical environment but i don't know see and that's That's weird i I, I, i'm broken i I, I, no i understand that because it well we were at the farm the other night and Joe just stopped and looked at me, and I don't remember what we were doing. He goes, how do you know how to do that? And my response was, well, I mean, I was around my grandfather, who, like, a lot as a kid, and that stuff also interested me. But now that you've just said that last part, my son, same cloth as me, but I think he he understood. Like, I I go to him at 6 and have him fix my iPad when I can't figure something out. That's a true story. Like, he... He's got the iPad. So daily. Figured out, yes. How do I turn this on again, son? It's the button on the top left. Okay. Well, and, and it's really interesting because I, I count my grandfather as kind of my first mentor. Like, I spent a lot of time with him around his business, and, and he was in, in a construction business. They did drywall finishing. And, you know, for a long time, I hung out just as a kid. Like, Papa would go work in the morning like way early and then he'd come and pick me up after breakfast with grandma and I thought I was going to work with him what I didn't realize he had already been at it for multiple hours right sure and for a long time I thought oh this is pretty cool like owning your own business is like you go around you collect some checks and you have a good lunch and you call it a day (laughs) that's what he included me in until middle school and then he started to teach me what work was and and how to earn and he chased me out of the family business but it's interesting because there's a lot of parallels in what I do now, you know, in, in terms of owning a business like he did and, and having a team that delivers services and, and the client relations part. It's just the, the work product is very different. Um, so, you know, a lot of credit to him. But he was a country boy. He survived and I guess prepared me for a more technical world somehow. <laughs> <laughs> what I grew up around this again, grew up working on a farm. Uh, the, everyone in my family hunted. They all know about guns and fishing, and uh, I'm like Billy Zane in Tombstone. And if you get that reference, good on you, because he's the actor. If you remember Tombstone, the the, the actor guy, that's who that's who I'm referencing there. The, all the gunslingers, and it's the guy just going doodly doodly do. <laughs> I just can't. I, I it never connected with me, and and I couldn't figure stuff out. Well, and I think there's a lot to that, and, and I think that's the challenge right now. Like, you know, I think people are, are successful, and things click kind of when when interest meets aptitude. And and I think, like, 
that's not always the case because we force this specialization with kids anymore. Like we were talking yeah. about this the other day. Like if you don't decide what your favorite sport is when you're six, all bets are off. Yeah, you can't make it. Right. But, you know, I didn't I didn't even figure out some of the things that I liked until I was, well, last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just haven't figured out that you like country music yet. So that's oh, coming. Yeah. 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 I can't wait till that. that. Oh, we're close. We it. We're getting closer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It feels further away. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to hit us with some more lyrics? Well, why not? What? I just go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, well, I mean, is there something no, else we no, want to no, talk no. about? You, we, we want to talk about the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies? Oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, go ahead. We can no, run out of got something. We've already trot talked about line. Do you know what a trot line is? Yeah. Do you know what a trot line is? No. It's not trout line. Oh, it's not. A lot of people think it's trout line. I just assume we were fishing for something other than catfish now. Nope. You're actually fishing for catfish. Oh, yes. Trot line. Trot. And it's illegal in some places. You can't do it. But it's basically a line with hooks. So you can catch multiple fish yeah, at okay. one time. And that's what, I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. But yeah, it, it, trot line is a lot of, they reference that a lot in country music. And I've been, I'm, I don't, I've never done it, but I knew know what it is. Uh, and, but I've heard multiple people sing trout line. And that's not, that's not correct. Just want to. Did just I say. I no, 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 you did. No, no, trot, you said trout. That's line. not where they, they don't use like a, like a gallon jug in that, do they? No, no, no okay. I think that's different. Yeah, a lot of those gallon jugs that have multiple hooks. That's after you catch the fish, you can keep them all together and still submerge them. Okay, because um, I've been to the lake before and seen that yeah. one the gallon jugs. It's you can catch crabs. Oh, oh I know catfish, thinking. but it, primarily it's a it's a catfish thing. I mean, and at least it, around here. And I, I guess, I guess if there were a lot of people doing those lines you i mean because you can catch so many fish mm-hmm. that it could deplete the fish yeah um, you you really do have to look at like it is illegal in some places can you i just say it. something real quick you're never gonna have to worry about that <laughs> <laughs> well i mean if you want a trot line you can get that they're 9.99 at some sporting goods stores i see that how many hooks are on a, on a trot line uh this one's a 150 foot trot line uh it doesn't really say how many hooks are on it hmm Oh, by the way, it's out of stock. So. Oh, ah, that gone it, Greg. Oh, it, 25. 25. Single hooks. You know what else will catch 25 fish at once? A uh, stick of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, weirdly illegal in most states. Can't believe that. That's ridiculous. You want to know what else will catch 25 fish? What? Um, two family feasts at Captain D's. Ooh. Mm. Man, yeah. I miss that. Yeah. Uh, remember the what are the cracklins? What are they, what are uh, they called? Uh, crunchy. Crunchy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. called them yeah. crunchy. Yeah. Were they ever called that, or did everyone just say oh, look at these crunchy? They're crunchy. Yeah, they're crunchy. Yeah, cr- yeah. uh, they, they were crunchies. The and- last time I this is one of the last times I ate fish. This is no joke. Uh, my wife and I was like, man, I haven't been to Captain D's in forever. We should go there sometimes. I love hush puppies. I can still eat hush puppies. Mm. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I love a hush puppy. Mm. And so we go to Captain D's. And we ate it, and I was like, oh, this was a bad choice. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad about myself and the many decisions I've made in my life. <laughs> and, and everything you touch to include the door handle entry is covered in grease. Yeah, I'm yeah. still greasy. How is the door handle as you enter covered in grease? Oh, man. I mean, look, tomorrow is Friday. We could just, you know, burn the whole thing. Let's have Captain D's for lunch at, at the office. Yeah. Yeah. My, I, I, I may would, actually come in. I would oh, get well, the look at that. Three people. Oh, look, dinner. it's right. Greg. Is he Catholic? 
<laughs> with extra crunchies, and they would give you a box. Oh, would yeah. Be like a small or to a medium fry box. See, I thought our family crunchies. was the only ones that would no, say, can got, we get some extra crunchies? Get the extra crunchies. <laughs> and oh. my mom would say, now you have to eat all your fish. Don't just eat the crunchies. <laughs> what are the crunchies? It's literally like fried. I it's mean, like, what is it? It's like, it's like if you go to McDonald's and you pull the fry basket out, the pieces that <laughs> of fries that never got pulled out, that's basically what the crunchies are, right? It's Why the extra bread. Why never put that on the menu, though, that you could buy like a a box of crunchies. It's probably a, 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 a supply demand. They yeah. they can't keep up with but, that. But they don't. They they've never. Well, no, it's on the secret menu. That was thirty that's years power. ago. That's power. That's power in in that business. It's you probably know? a government somebody regulation. Walks, that, <laughs> somebody walks up to the counter and you look at them. You're like, <laughs> you gonna get some extra crunchies. Can you imagine in today's menus where you know they have to list like the calorie count? <laughs> 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 The crunchy box. Do they like? I don't think twenty five hundred calories. In the <laughs> I don't country. think they do that at Captain D's. They do. Do they really? The crunchies. The la- I mean, it's been years ago, but I mean, I remember eating the crunchies. Uh, I didn't ask for extras, but I did eat. At minimum, I I just want to go through the drive thru together and order and ask for extra crunchy. <laughs> my <laughs> brother, yes. my brother, tomorrow we'll go in your fancy car. My brother oh, dated better, a girl you know? that uh, that worked at Captain D's in high school. Uh, she, she smelled terrible every time she comes. I'd be so mad every time she came over the house. Like, you smell, you smell stink. I know why he liked her. He was like, mm, you smell like, you smell like crunchies, girl. She's like, she's like, come here, come here. You bring me I, in. I got something crunchy. for you. And if you've met my brother, he loved him some crunchies. <laughs> I, I, I had just, a buddy. Just crunchies and a, and a couple hush puppies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I had a buddy whose brother worked at Fazoli's. And I, Fazoli's was great because, one, get Red your own sticks. Coke, unlimited. Unlimited Cokes and unlimited breadsticks. And he would oh, man. come home after shift and be like, hey, man. <laughs> and he would have just three dozen of those garlic breadsticks. <laughs> man, I kind of want Fazoli's tomorrow now. <laughs> I don't know. I need Fazoli's. I don't know. Mm. Captain D's sounds really, really Y'all good. Y'all can get Captain D's. I'll get Fazoli's. But it, going back to your story, I remember being like 11, right, and eating that and feeling terrible at 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just, you, your your heart is just beating <laughs> Harder. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't do that. We got a volleyball game tomorrow night. We, yeah. we, we drive by it. And one time, Jennifer and I were like, you know, I, we, I really want to. I'm like, you know, we should do Captain D's. She's like, yeah, let's do that. I mean, an hour after we ate Captain D's, it was, life was over. Yeah. 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 It's done. just over with. I mean, it, it comes it, well, with regret. It does have a bad <laughs> aftertaste, like, too. It's like, but, it's yeah, like every menu item. Like, uh, yeah, can I get uh, a family feast with. Uh, Let's see, coleslaw and fries, uh, extra hush puppies, extra crunchies, and uh, well, of course, the soda regret. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Captain D's is the is the rich man's Long John Silver's. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's <laughs> like, not even go there. There was a Long John Silver's. Maybe it's still there on the south side of E Town. No, it's still uh, there. I think it, it is. Oh, and yes. they would have uh, coupons because you gotta have a coupon. <laughs> but they had the 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 shrimp and anyway. They had shrimp there, and this meal with your coupon was like five dollars, and this was a lot of shrimp. Where did they get those shrimp from? <laughs> yeah, because we don't live on a coast, baby. <laughs> well, and also, it was five dollars. Yeah. yeah, I had a shrimp cocktail at a certain restaurant. Those were crawdads, and there was there was three <laughs> shrimp in it, and that shrimp cocktail was twenty four dollars. Look, we put a trot line out, and this is what you get. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you batter anything, it could have been. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's a whole other game that Fingers. matters. If you, you could, shake you the could literally think it's shrimp. <laughs> Our <laughs> listeners have been listening to us for seven minutes talking about Long John Silver. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's it's, hilarious. You think we have listeners? It's, it's ten thirty at night on a Thursday. We've been working all day. You could batter anything with that batter from Captain D's, and I think it would taste. Same thing with the fear. deep frying oh. and that, that funnel cake mm. stuff. Golly, man! I can't I wanna, wait for the fair. I wish there was a fair right now in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'd get to sample all the things. Now, that spinny thing that I know the carnies have not cleaned ever. That tastes a little weird. That's. Hey, man, you want to know how I got COVID? Oh, jeez. I had a fair in my yeah. mouth. <laughs> oh, so, man. you know, as a member of the fair board, mm. I am. I, I thought that there were perks and benefits to being a member of the fair board. I thought we got fair food for free. We do not. No. This is ridiculous. What? I know. Even I if know. you're featuring it in a video for promotional purposes? And, 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 okay, maybe, there you maybe. go. Why do you think uh, I started featuring the Joe videos? and I got that gig one time, and we had to pay for our own food. It doesn't, you know, there's That's no true. free rides. Greg said he would pay for our food, and he never did. Yeah. <laughs> you still owe us $20 for the for the corn dog we had. <laughs> All right, I don't want to fare if in If I remember correctly, you guys so. begged to do that gig. We like food. We like I, you know, it is interesting. Is there well, anything... in our defense, we thought we were getting free food. Sorry, Kenny, continue. No, I'm, I'm just, you know, there, we went down a weird path one year at a Super Bowl party. We had a, a chocolate fountain. Mm. And you got to the end of the night where you gotten through all the things that were in the chocolate fountain. And it's like floating in the bottoms. No, oh. no, no. Like, but, but like the trays like that a had skull. <laughs> yeah. No, but the trays that had the cookies and the marshmallows and the strawberries, those were gone. And you got to that point. It was like, Everything's good with chocolate, right? Let's test that theory. Yeah. So you're taking some broccoli to the chocolate fountain. Yeah. Eh, you know. <laughs> okay. So, like, is there anything that you could deep fry that wouldn't wouldn't pass? They deep fry Kool Aid, and people buy it. I don't. I, how? How in the? I don't what? understand how they. Do you just that. put it in the batter. It's just basically batter with Kool Aid mixed in. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. The whole uh, deep fried derby pie. Oh boy! Oh, it was at the at the state fair. Oh, I had a deep fried Snickers bar at the state fair one time. But they would do deep like, fried. We've reached sticks a point of that, butter. They they do it's true. They do deep fried sticks. But of like butter. how? I mean, just talk about like the the ability to just take things to the extreme. And we've reached a point that the idea of a deep fried Oreo is just like meh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the American yeah, Red what Cross. What else you got? Stick of butter? Ooh. <laughs> we had that. Tell me more. <laughs> we had the festival in town, Heartland Festival. And I remember, I think it was the oddest thing ever, that the American Red Cross had a booth that had deep fried mm-hmm. items in it. <laughs> My mom. That's worked. what they were doing. Hey, it's the same reason Dennis gives suckers. <laughs> <laughs> they do? It's the long game. <laughs> God is up in heaven being like, yeah. I've given you everything in your... You're just deep frying butter, huh? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to Food Talk. Uh, so <laughs> we, we do have inter- more lyrics. We interrupt, interrupt this Food Talk for more country lyrics. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land. 
and his taught him to be a businessman. I think we got to pause because we're getting into the the real, real, and there's a few things I need to say about this part. So in New York City, it New York City has gotten a re, in the '80s, especially had a reputation for for being uh, pretty dangerous. Uh, '70s and '80s, Son of Sam, the, the killer there, and all that. So I looked up. 1980 was called the worst year of crime in New York City's history. So just as a reference, I did look that up. Um, so again, thinking of when this time, uh, when this song would have would have been written, and then the lyric that says, um, "He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly." Uh, I have a friend in college who I didn't know his name for a long time because everyone called him Hillbilly. And really, yeah. And it was based off this song, and uh, his name is Andy. But I did not know his name, his real name, for months, just because that's what everybody called him. Um, I have multiple friends like that. Cheese, our friend Cheese, yeah, didn't know Cheese's real name for probably a year uh, in high school. I have a friend named Fish. I have to, I would have to think about what Fish's real name is right now. Oh, man, you know it would be good, Captain D. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you're all gonna like just my the the friend never called him by his name. Is that a callback? Is that a reference? Didn't we do a song about not being called by their name? Look, who's that's not his. Interested. Um, now I'm trying to think. You never even called me by my oh, name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that song would that is not a reference. It would not be a okay a, a cross reference. Okay. I think I'm going to cry. I know. I'm just that. trying to connect. Our Kenny's growing up. Not was he asking a question about this song, he was relating it yeah, to look. another song. Yeah, and 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 told us the title. Of the look, song. this brain analyzes a lot of things it doesn't like. Listen, he's trying to. <laughs> he's he's trying to act like <laughs> he's tinkering. But we, we've all talked about how he goes mudden in his Maserati. That's true. <laughs> That's true. The next two lines say, "My grandpa taught me how to live off the land. His taught him how to be a businessman, a uh, business man." Uh, my my parents didn't do either. <laughs> <laughs> they just left me with my own devices. They said, hey, man, here's the TV. And now you have a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Oh, man. <laughs> a vote of confidence for Sesame Street. <laughs> they, tried, they did not. Uh, and again, my grandfather, he knew how to do country things. Uh, no, Nobody business. That was, nah, nah, that was never going to happen anyways, but. <laughs> Anyways, you can continue on with the lyrics. We just wow. need to talk about that. All right. Uh, my grandpa taught me how to live off the land. His taught him to be a business man. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some. And I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife for forty-three dollars. My friend lost his life. Not much of a businessman. He was only carrying forty-three dollars. <laughs> well. I looked that up. What's forty three dollars around nineteen eighty? Okay, and now okay. It, what do you think? Mm. What do you think the equivalent oh. from nineteen eighty to right now would be? One seventy five. Uh, oh, I'm gonna go much lower. One ten. Ten. Great. One oh nine. One thirty eight. Twenty two. So twenty two. He could have been a, a decent businessman. Back I mean, then. I never have cash, but that's more because of technology. I yeah. think. I would have had cash back then. I would assume. Also, the is the, the I feel like the 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 city guy is getting a quite a quite a nice trade here because all he has to do is send pictures. The other guy has to make homemade wine. Yeah, but you got to think this is back in like Greg's heyday, right? You know, 
he's got a a Polaroid. Carry that big old camera around. All right, take the picture, develop it, change the flash, take another picture. Okay, all right, go develop it. At the one hour photo, no, <laughs> one no. hour he has back to and nail yeah. that off. He's yeah. in his, he's in his, he's in his dark room. What do you he's think? He's developing no. it himself. When did one hour photos become a thing? I'll look it up. Yeah, Greg. When everybody did it wants to know. I, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you're hilarious. <laughs> now I oh, do. Man, that's the pun- best punchline of the night. Okay, you know what? I'm playing your jerk moves. Okay, <laughs> I do remember the one hour photo, Matt. Well, you could. It was like uh, going to rallies or uh, one of those drive-throughs. What you drive up, drop your film off, and leave, and then come back and get it later. They had photo mats. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't. I either. just remember. I'm looking that. this up. They're on photo mat. There's a Wikipedia on photo mats. I looked that up. But apparently, a uh, one-hour movement was born in the late 1970s. Okay, so it is possible. Yeah. I mean, if he's in New York born City. City, I was born in 1974, so I was five. But wow, yes, you're right, Greg. Photomats was an American retail chain of photo development drive through kiosks located primarily in shopping center parking lots. Huh? We should bring that back. Yes, because yeah, <laughs> nobody because that's what everybody would do. All I right. bought, so my grandmother, when she passed, had, no joke, uh, I think it was 22, if I remember right, uh, um, what do they call disposable cameras that she had never developed. Oh, wow. 22 of them. So I went and got them developed. It cost me upwards of $250 to do this. Wow. Yeah. So my grandmother owes me some money. (laughs) And were the the pictures any good? No. They were all crap. Everybody's heads are cut off. Because that's what... I'm still mad about that. Anyways. In her defense, those little things you got to look through. They're hard to see. You know, it is interesting. I, I mean, there's still... One hour photo booths. That that's what I knew him as around here. We didn't have the photo mat, city boy over there. Um, like you had to go into another store to get to the photo booth in in E Town. But like I mean, there's not a lot of that anymore. Like yeah, Walgreens has them, yeah. but one hour photos. I don't know if anyone has a one hour around. At least where we live, I think you still yeah. have to send them off now. Yeah, yep. not a sponsor, but um, <clears throat> there's an app out there called Groovebook. Are you guys familiar with this? No. So Groovebook was a it was a Shark Tank pitch, and I think it was ultimately like purchased by Shutterfly. But in the app, you select a hundred photos a month from your phone. <clears throat> the app uploads them, and they send you a book oh, that that's cool. is all those photos. You they're perforated where you can tear them out. I think they print them by four by six. But the breakthrough with that, interestingly, was a groove that they put in it that made it. I guess where they could ship it cheaper. So it's a pretty cool concept. Huh. Huh. Groove book. Check it out. So the man has died. Yes. His best friend. Switchblade. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here's, this is where, when you're at the bowling alley, this is where you're really singing along right here. Okay. All right. I love to spit some beech nut in that dude's eye and shoot him with my old 45. Because a country boy can survive. Country folk can't survive because you can't starve us out you can't make us run because we're the old boys raised on shotguns we say grace we say ma'am if you ain't into that we don't give a damn we're from north carolina and south alabama california what we're from north california and south alabama oh okay Uh, i like i like carolina better from North California and South Alabama, 
little towns all around this land. And we can skin a buck and run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Country boy can survive. Country folk can survive. <laughs> have you ever? We've talked about dipping before, but have you ever tried chewing tobacco? Mm. I, I I tell you this: I would not want to have beech nuts spit in my eye. No, no, no. I mean, that is a fun. tough line, though. It's the main it? reason I don't have a switchblade. <laughs> That just comes second. <laughs> I mean, that's how this played out. I mean, that is a tough line, though. I would love to spit some beech nut in that dude's eye and shoot him with my old forty-five. That is a that's a country line, right? Have there. Have you all ever shot a forty-five? Also, actually, I have. They kick. Mm. I don't want to get shot with a forty-five <laughs> either, especially not after having beech nut in my eye. <laughs> no, like I can't see, man. They're gonna shoot me. Bam. <laughs> A chewing tobacco, that's a weird concept to me of someone just being like, I'm going to chew this until it affects me. That's just an odd concept to me. My pappy used to literally go out to the barn and get it. Like front, straight. Straight from the... Yeah. Yeah. And then he had the one that was twisted. It looked like a... I don't know. It kind of looked like a pretzel. It was in a brown package and you just chew yeah, it. Like it some of it would even yeah. hang out. Oh, and just it, chew was, it, it was hardcore stuff yeah. there. He'd cut it off and put it in his mouth. Yeah, that's hardcore. My grandfather always had a pack of uh, of a of a brand that is probably should go by the wayside of uh, the, the Washington football team, former name. <laughs> but uh, that was the oh, brand he would use. Okay. Uh, and I that was just, oh, I just never understood it. And he, it would just be the, like, you know, chaw, like in his, in his cheek. Yeah. Grossed me out. I didn't. Yeah. I had an uncle that chewed tobacco, and it was the what you talked about, like the the kind of uh, ring thing, and then it was in the the red orange package. So yeah, weird. I don't know. Mm. Is that all the lyrics? That's it, my friend. No, you know we're like an hour and five in already. Well, at least only twenty five of that was about Captain D's. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, that's it. We, we talked about Captain D's. 20 times longer than we talked about our actual sponsor. Coming up next week, a new podcast, uh, The Foods of the World. <laughs> if you would have said, like, what are you guys going to talk about? When you're talking about a country boy can't survive, and you'd be like, you're going to spend 20 minutes on Captain D's. And I'd have been like, I don't know, probably. Yeah. That makes okay. sense. <laughs> My cholesterol is up just thinking about eating Captain D's. Are we tomorrow. having Captain D's tomorrow? I'm not. i got to play a volleyball game tomorrow night. Are we having Long I'm John not because I'm allergic. So, <laughs> Can we have Long John Silver's? I would eat the Zolis for lunch. Mm, I would love a breadstick. You know, nothing more riveting than the end of a podcast. What do you you get at Fazoli's? plans tomorrow. I had breadsticks. It doesn't matter what goes with it. No, they're so good. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that with you. Actually, last time when you got cheese sticks, you griped and complained forever. Well, they weren't cheese sticks. It was cheese bread. Cheese bread. (laughs) Just because our. Which is exactly what you asked for. Co worker doesn't know what I mean (laughs) and order something correctly. I mean, who wants cheese bread? Which which, which you said. It's literally a loaf of bread. I know. It's so funny because that night that we. We were hanging out and, and he got like recently he got drawn for pizza order again. I immediately made a comment about, oh, we'll make sure you get some cheese bread. And you guys said the same thing in the text thread. Like, and he's getting hammered. Yeah. I passed him. To, I was parking. Uh, I was coming back from lunch and he was leaving and he was driving a different car. And I said, wow, a new car. 
he's like, oh, no, my husband's in the shop. But uh, I said, oh, okay, you going to lunch? Or said, I said, are you coming back? He said, yeah, I'm just going to run out real quick and get some cheese bread. <laughs> he, he said, I'll bring you it. some back. Yeah. I said, please don't. O- only <laughs> Eric can take his mistake and turn it against somebody else. <laughs> Kind of my superpower. It is a gift. (laughs) It is is a gift. That is for sure. All right. So the other gift is um, you get the chance to ask the question. Well, always. Well, Kenny, all us country music fans, we're from North California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. So will you please join us in becoming a country music fan? No, because I can't do any of those things. Don't have to. We'll give you a pass. Just say it. Just do it. Uh, Yep. Could have been See, 54. doing this late at night, Kenny's just bitter. Uh, I think we got to do it earlier. He asked a bunch of questions and brought up previous songs. We're, yeah. we're getting there. Okay. I know. We have him on our trot line. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. We just haven't reeled him in yet. Hey! Fairdale, <laughs> you might want to stay away from Greg's basement. There's a guy that's got COVID here. So good night, Fairdale. Oh, Lyrics and Last brought to you by Luke Andrews. Custom home sites and the new Briarwood Reserve. Lots ranging from half acre to three quarter acre. Ready to build your dream home. Visit luke.homesearchlouisville.com to contact Luke for more info. Be sure to subscribe to and rate our podcast on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia, Anchor.fm, Amazon Music, Audible.com, Now Pandora, and many more. Show notes and the lyrics to the feature or link that is to the featured video for a song can be found in the podcast description. Also look for the lyrics and last podcast on Facebook and Instagram for sneak peeks into next week's episode. Just search lyrics last pod and check out the classic country lyrics and last playlist on Spotify. Thank you again for listening to lyrics and laughs. We'll see you next week for episode number 55. Hey, Greg, can I borrow that ventilator?